Well, it's a dynamic duo, we'll be back again. Nothing back with DJ, you better pack it in. You're lacking sense. Trying to tangle with us, scoop up a big black booties in the back of the bus to smack you. You're stealing your lunch, money to search. Ready to feel like just a touch. Only by the end of the day, that's understandable. What can I say? You got strong man to be. Mind, mind, Gary has absolutely no idea what has happened to it. Still doesn't know. Sounds like a good way to intro the podcast, really. It does, and welcome to what my terrible maths suggests might be the seven hundredth episode of this podcast. Give or take Uh, a few false starts. Well, and that, and I was about to say that's the seven hundred episode recorded on this fucking ancient <laughs> uh, factory refurbished Yeti microphone. But there would have been a few that were recorded down, you know, with with AirPods in, you know, Airbnbs and shit yeah, like that yeah. along oh, the journey. That's a- but uh, of course, the the ones that were recorded at on at undisclosed locations on the New South Wales North Coast uh, around this time of year in the past. Or like the time we both recorded on your Yeti and you realised you didn't turn it on. It was actually just through the crappy mics. Yeah, yeah, that, that also speaker. happened. We should shout That's out Bezo who- special underwater edition. We should shout out Bezo who can't join us this week because he's uh, so offended by all of the uh, aspersions cast upon his home state of Queensland in the previous episodes of this podcast by uh, somebody who lives in an edit shed. Uh, he's so upset on behalf of Queensland <laughs> that he's decided to go camping in northern New South Wales. Uh, I, believe, <laughs> I believe he's actually in your uh, municipality. Uh, your oh, work, really? your there you go. business I hours have, one, not your not your after hours one. Ah, oh, there you go. I haven't heard the banjos lately, but you no. know, you know what they say. I I tried to get rid of the banjos I had, and I put it out the front, leave it on the footpath, and see what happened. An hour later, I came back, and there were four banjos there. So, yep. getting getting serious, isn't it? There's no there's there's not a lot of coast in, in, yet, in yet. the basketballing. You know what's not getting serious? Our ability to fucking win this uh, dipping comp. Oh, I think I, we are cooked. Just. We have no hope. The thing is, listener, every fucking. Every week, maybe even less than that, every, every, like a couple yeah. of times a week, Adam and I get a fucking DM from Bezo saying, Doc's closing in or Adam's catching up and we go and look and we are a comfortable 15 to 20 wins behind and it has not yeah, changed. 15 to 20. Yeah, yeah. Because he can't read the fucking scores properly. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, look, the Thunder won a game. I'm one more game. Or, you know, the Lakers won today, so you're up one more. Meantime, the rest of the fucking NBA is rolling on merrily at the top. And- he keeps reading the wrong yeah. column. It's it's like yeah. I know they did a year less of high school than us, but for fuck's sake! <laughs> yes. One plus one equals Jesus Christ. Anyway, like he's he's going to piss this in, and, and and this podcast is this is the second and third playoff. Um, play, we are the play-in team. We're going to have to find yeah. more alcohol for him with a kissy sister game that they play before the final. Uh, it's a bit before grim. he gets slaughtered by the one seed. Yeah. yeah, you know we had fun. We were just watching. We were ha- we had fun look, on the way. I, look, I. I'm I'm just devastated that I think and you can it, it, it is quotable because I remember getting to the end of the choosing podcast and I went wow I got every single team I wanted because in previous years I hadn't I'd had to compromise yeah. here and compromise there this time <laughs> I got every fucking and I'm still getting absolutely fucking slaughtered careful what and I think you it wish. coincided with the well I think I was leading for the about the first maybe twenty odd games but then I think who who sort of came. 
I, I, I guess it, the, it was probably the, 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 the Nuggets, probably the, that run of the Nuggets when they sort of took over. Because at the time, you know, I mean, we had the Pels who led for a while there. The yeah, Warriors the, led on. for a while. That was a long time ago. Um, but the, the Nuggets have kind of led, led for a long time. Yeah. But there were, there were nine teams, I think, that led the Western Conference at some stage. Now it's nine teams that are, are struggling to beat 500 yes. or hanging around that, that spot. It's pretty horrible. Um, it's, which it's, is, it's scary. And it, you, do, you need to win like hell just to, just to tread water in the, in the mid-pack. I mean, I saw a stat that said OKC had, had been 8-3 and three in their last 11, which was the best of the Western Conference. Of course, they lost today against the Clippers. And, and they lost today and fell 11th. Yes, but 11th. They are, but they're 36, but also 8th. Because Dallas have the same record at 36 yeah. and 37 in eight. Minnesota are 37 and 37 in seventh. And even the fucking Clippers. Look, the Clippers are 39 and 35. The Suns, are th- the Suns in fourth place have two more wins than the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. in 11th and three more than the Jazz in 12th. They are all I mean, just I'm about not- 500. They are a game above yeah, or a game below 500. And that's exactly what we used no, to no, accuse no, no, the that, Eastern Conference of being. Does that mean that they're all really bad, or does that mean that it's been really competitive? Though I, I do wonder that sometimes. Like, are they? Well, that's the old parody thing, so- isn't it? You know, people say, oh, "I want to see more parody. I want to see, you know, I want things to be close." But parody kind of infers mediocrity. You don't have any great. Yeah. Ex- whenever you've got, whenever you engineer a, a sporting league of any type, whether it's football or, you know, motorsport. You know, if you engineer parity into it and give everybody the same equipment, you kind of get everybody at the same level of performance, but you never have any genius performances and you never have any fucking terrible performances, except in the NBA where you're engineered towards doing that because there's an advantage in doing it because uh, you get Victor Wembenyama out of it. In theory. But I mean, even, yeah, you know, I can remember fourth when, you know, when you started doing the podcast, this, this run into the playoffs was just Dullsville. I can yeah. barely remember doing that because I was like 21 no, years no, old I, or something. Yeah, well, I wasn't, I wasn't drinking, but you know, we were, we made up for everybody else. Yeah, that's, that's right. But I mean, yeah, it was like, this was just Dullsville, you know, the top teams were sort of settling in and they were resting players, yeah. when they, even though when it was frowned to do, the bottom teams were just tanking as hard as they could to try and get to the bottom. And it was just that kind of, you know, slow, you know, like, oh, fuck, can we just hurry up and get to the play? Yeah, play you're exactly right, yeah. But now it's like, it's like every game and like that game that LA dropped the other day against fucking Houston or someone like, like that, that could, I mean, look, they're, where are they? They're ninth now, but I mean, a loss puts them back into 12th. Um, yeah, you know, and they do have. It's not a bad run they don't have, but I mean that that's the sort of shit that could really come back to to bite them in the ass. And, yes. and if it does, then whoever made that decision, probably their coach and their star player, should be fucking. You know, well, they won't it, be, it was but, a case well, of they uh, you, the, they played AD further into the game previously rather than resting yeah. him at half because the game was a little bit too close. But then they came out and they beat yeah. uh, they beat the Suns um, in a subsequent game, yeah. and that's something they really had to reach for. There's going to have to be a lot of and that, that with all those teams that are trying to win that, there. That was an interesting game. So I watched, actually watched that yesterday, and, you know, and AD woke up in the third quarter, and, yeah, and you watch him, when you watch him in that sort of mood, when he just posts and turns around, like, you wonder why he's not just doing that every single fucking night, because he can. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, nothing, he's like Giannis is that, he gets in that kind of mood, no Nobody's guarding him, or and 
and if you do guard him, then you know you've got a guy like Austin Reeves has been playing really, yes, really well, um, which has probably ensured that he won't be there next year, um, which is probably a good thing for him. But yeah, you know, he he he's the reason why they're winning games at the moment, not Anthony Davis, even though Anthony Davis is still putting up numbers. I don't know, Anthony Davis. Well, Austin Reeves matters at the end of games, but Anthony Davis reminds yeah. me a little bit of early early LeBron in that. They are pushing him to play the five. They're pushing him to play centre. He doesn't want to do that. But he mm. the best chance of winning is with him doing that. So yeah, he ends up having to do all of that post-up, back to the basket, that kind of shit, which is not stuff. I think the, the reason that guys hate doing that when they're a little bit undersized, like AD and like LeBron back in his late Cleveland, early Miami days, is that it beats the shit out of you because you, you have to essentially yeah. guard- the other team center who is extremely large and extremely hairy and sweaty and, and unpleasant. And speaking of which, and in the case of Jokic, will bleed on you for no reason that you can understand. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, the, the wonderful game that I watched today was the beautiful um, Pels Charlotte game and watching um, Jonas Valanciunas. Who I was just catching a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah, who, you know, he did play that beautiful, you know, sweaty centre role, except he can pass, which is, you know, he, he most guys like who would post up like that, you know, if it was Shaq or someone, they just would have turned around and made the jumper, yeah. whereas he to, turns around and flicks it out to the shooters they have. And they do have, you know, the Pels do have still shooters. You know, CJ is great. Brandon Ingram, yeah. I think. Brandon Ingram had his first triple-double of his career today, which yeah, I he, find- he's been off with injury for quite a while. He's been- yeah, That's really what's really affected the, the Pels badly. Obviously, that and Zion. It's he- interesting that a whole bunch, whole bunch of dudes are about to come back from injury, just as a whole bunch of other guys go out with injury. It's like a shift change. I mean, Paul George has, <laughs> has just gone out for a couple of weeks. But just as that's happened, Zion's going to come back in a couple of weeks. LeBron's going to come back in a couple of weeks. It's it's just kind of a shift change, and, and a whole bunch of guys is are going to come back. Is there any point in Zion coming back? Though? I mean, oh, actually, the Pels are in tenth. I mean, they're still in it. They're aren't in they? the like, conversation. How desperate are you to come back for for a, a team that has to you know win two games to even be in the playoffs? Well, I mean, and here's the thing: like at the, as it stands, like as it stands at the moment, you have the Pels and the Lakers in the the, the nine ten. That, that's a coin flip. I reckon. If New Orleans, I mean, if New Orleans has Zion, then I think they win. If if they don't, well, that's then, the thing. If if, if the Suns have Durant, if fucking if any oh, of these yeah. these massive yeah, the Grizz um, get a bit jar uh, back. You know, circumstance changing players turn up, then then the ceilings of all these teams are much higher than their current level of performance. Except the, the Mavs, who I think are what they're going to be. Like, no matter what Luca does, he just can't seem to push him far enough up the thing. And he's just becoming an insufferable fuckwit, really. Every time I watch him, he's just like, oh, I know you're good. So but- we, we, can, we can talk this smack now that Bezos is not on the podcast because he is a, a um, punishing defender of, of, of Luca's incredible petulance. As we, we also don't have to talk about the Thunder this week. Even though we already have, accidentally. Yeah, we already have, but they're out. I mean, they're in, they're in a yeah, because because we have to keep up the podcast record of talking unnecessary yeah. amounts of thunder. Even though they're what did, what did you say the eleventh place team? 11th, in the fucking, yeah, yes, yeah. This is um, this isn't Sports Center, and we don't have to mention them contractually or anything like that. We don't have to mention them just because they've got um, oh, like you know Josh Giddy on them. Josh Giddy's 
OKC Thunder played Matthew Dillon at Dover's oh, <laughs> Sacramento no. Kings. Yeah. I did see a video, that, like a video highlight that was like Matthew Dillon at Dover's highlights of the particular game that the Kings lost. It was like Matthew Dillon at Dover's yeah, two, point, two points. But you blinked, didn't you? Yeah, you blinked and you missed it. Jesus. I just can't believe Look, someone's still paying that guy in the NBL, uh, the NBA, let alone the NBL. But- keep getting them checks, my guy. That's yeah. awesome. You know, just keep, keep getting money out of these people. Falling over in one playoff game and put yourself in hospital can get you a lot of future credit, I think. Yes. And that's pretty much what he's playing on is, is on the ghosts of and, – and he must be good in the locker room or something like that, I don't know, because yeah. he's, he's, he's long, long, long past. There are, there are guys that they're calling washed who would run rings around him every day of the week. He must be um, good in the locker room because he's not good on the fucking court. And that's, that's terrible on the court. But, that's kind of where um, we are. As it stands at the moment, it's um, the, the the Grizz have taken back the two seed and probably won't get rid of it. They have, yeah. Uh, they're two games up on the on the Kangs, and at the moment, that's probably fair given the balance of play yeah. across the year. I mean, the, you think, yeah. the weird thing about the Grizz I've never really understood is that they, over the course of the last three years, have proven that they are as good a team without Jamarant as they are with him. Yeah. Which yes, does not make exactly any right. sense, and yet it's become a, it's become enough of a sample size that it's not bullshit. It's not it's not just weird. It's it's actually real. But it's one of those things that may that I think sometimes the problem with having a superstar is you kind of squash the other the upcoming oh. superstar you might have. So you look at teams like I mean the Nets have lost five in a row, but you know once they got rid of their guy, they, you know they have a look at this guy and they go, oh, and then they're going to th- lose five more in a yeah, row, and problem. then the degeneration will sue them. That's right. Um, but you know people like even like the, the Timberwolves, you know, Cat goes out and all of a sudden Anthony Edwards just goes ballistic. Yeah. You know, so they say, well, and then, and then Ant gets injured. Ant got yeah. injured, but Cat's one of the dudes who's just come back, and he had a really yeah. good game in his comeback game, but. With Cat, you never, you can never really, you can't rely on him. You can't even set your watch to him. Well, you know, he's. I wouldn't put him in playoff. Cat is not what we want to see again because it was pretty awful last time round. Like it, it had potential, but it just never. And, and we don't see it very often. <laughs> so no, that's right. But the problem is at the moment that the, by Memphis moving up to the two seed in Sacramento getting being three, it means that we a miss out on the wonderful Golden State Memphis first round, and instead watch have to watch the Kings. Brilliant season gets snuffed out by the Warriors who will find a way to win on the road somehow. Because um, I noticed they beat the Panthers on the road again the other day. And I just went, oh, okay, maybe here it is. Like, here's, here's them just sort of turn the DRS on or something like that. You know, it's just... How are the how are the, the Warriors going to win a series if they can't win an away game? Because they are horrible but That's what I mean. Like, that's what I think they, they, they are. But they won it on the road against the Mavs the other day, and I kind of wonder if that was them just sort of going, Yeah, okay. they did. But do you not feel that that's more the Mavs just mavving than the Warriors well, warrior-rearing? A, a little. A, a little. And I'm, you know, it was on, they've, they've got a couple of road games coming up, I'm pretty sure, and that'll be the test, I think, to see if they can – even if they can just split those away games, because that's all they need to do. And to be fair, um, there was and, some weird yeah. refereeing in that, which the the Mavericks are protesting in a in a completely yeah. futile way that will definitely fail. But they're almost doing it yeah. in order to raise a stink because it's Mark Cuban and he can't help but be the centre of attention. Um, but they they shouldn't that they were cost two points there in a way that was fairly dodgy, uh, and they lost by two yeah. points. But they had not like thirteen minutes to make up the two points they lost, and they didn't that's do exactly it. So. Right, yeah, that's one of those things. But yeah, uh, each Mark Cuban, you clown. 
yeah, I, I can't. I just can't get behind the Mavs at all. Like, I mean, mostly because yes. every time I watch them, it's just watching Luca. Look, he's good, and I, you know, he, he does amazing things. And he, you know, it was about a thousand assists. But if it's not Luca, it's Kyrie. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Another man who just pounds the fucking air out of the ball and then does something dumb. With- and we're, we're we're comparing this to, of course, the side with Draymond Green, who just got his 18th technical, or didn't he? So now he's he's got to sit out. Or is it, no? He got his 16th technical, but he gets. I think he's got his 17th as well, or something like yeah. that. So at 18, he has to sit out. Ian Dylan Brooks are like, are like the like that, fucking but, uh, the Erling Haaland of getting fucking technicals. Look, <laughs> as many goals. You, as- look, I tell you what about Dylan Brooks. You might nobody might remember his name after he retires, but he's getting some good fucking airtime out of all of this uh, stuff, and he's playing pretty well. Like you know, good on him. You know, if, if he's looking, for, I don't know if he's looking for a contract or or looking for an extension or something like that. But he certainly his agent would be quite happy with his work at the moment. For so, media career. You know, there's nothing like getting in. Well, I mean, the fact, you, you, I mean, upsetting Draymond Green is not exactly rocket science. But when you get Clay, kind of Clay's a pretty chill dude yeah, most of the time. He only fires like, up about odd things. He was yeah. Pink. But the problem, the problem with him and he was pissed. Yeah, he was really annoyed. The problem with with Dylan Brooks and Draymond and why why he's got under Draymond's skin to such an extent is that Dylan Brooks is Draymond. That they are both yes. under talented, big hearted, fucking defense first players, and they essentially play the same role for their teams. And of course, they would strike sparks against each other because it, literally they are clonal. Dray- Draymond Green just walked onto the. 2010 equivalent of the, the, the Chicago Bulls, basically, and, yeah, all the 2020 version, yeah. I guess, of that. You know, like, there's so many good players around, you know, even the ones that have left, you know, say yeah. what you will about, or don't say what you will about our, our mate, right, our, you know, racist mate, Bogey, but he was a bloody good centre for those guys because some of the screens yeah. were just, like, look more like tanks rather than, you know, Sliding doors, as we said. But say. then they had to sit him down to the final so they could win. So that it was kind of that was the moment where yeah. where the future direction of the NBA was kind of concreted into place. Was we have to sit down our incredibly useful center who got us this far because small ball will win us as far as we go from here on in. Because Iggy will win final um, MVP. We go, yeah. We're going to do some live uh, sports updates right now. Australia have just scored against Ecuador. Oh, I forgot that was on. And uh, in the uh, the big Cletus off up in Queensland, uh, the Broncos are up 4-0 against the uh, Dolphins of no fixed abode. We're going to pretend they're not from Redcliffe yes. because if you'd ever been to Redcliffe, you'd also pretend not to be from Redcliffe. <laughs> it's got a beach, but then so does where I we mean, come from, and I it, like our people better. Of a, it's more of a stormwater drain outlet pipe, but you know, it's you know, same kind of thing. <laughs> they should move them to Redcliffe, yeah, right. like a, a European National Park. That I reckon, you know, they, they can <laughs> yes. play. There's a fairly, fairly large amount of grass space they could play there. And funnily enough. You know, with all the stuff about how shit the West is, we really haven't talked about how shit the East is. Oh, the East is like, shit because- in different ways. The top of the East is is incredibly good. Um, really good. There are parts yeah. of the East that are not good at all. Like the very bottom well, of the I East mean, is grim. Six, grim. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The Heat, the Nets, the Hawks, the Raptors, and the Bulls. Now, I mean, some of them are coming in with yeah. form. You know, the Bulls had a good win the other day. The Raptors haven't been too bad lately. Who do you trust out of that? None of them. Actually, none Maybe of them. the Raptors. First round, everything. I don't know. I'll- but who are they going to play? The, the, the Bucks will just sweep them. The, the Celtics will sweep. Yeah, I don't know. The thing about the Celtics is the Celtics have got a little bit of a glass jaw. I could see that the I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I could see like a 30, 70, 
chance that the Raptors could beat the Celtics. Well, the Heat and the Heat and Seventy Six is an interesting one too, I reckon, because it's kind of one of those games, the things that Miami just might get up. Yeah, for. would you trust the the Sixers to sit the right way in a toilet seat? I mean, they are they are completely unreliable. They're nine and one though, which is amazing. Like just the, the monster. Yeah, of a they're run. great at beating the shit out of, of teams like Harden can do stupid things. Harden come back yeah. and, uh, from injury and and B is an incredible scorer in the in the regular season. This isn't the regular season. And, yeah, the best, and the best series out of a lot of them probably will be the 4-5 the between the Cavs and the Knicks, which is just probably going to be an absolute seesaw. Either that will just be a complete, you know, Donovan Mitchell will go nuts and it'll be a sweep. Well, the thing but, is, Nick, the Knicks um, are, you can't see their ceiling be, being a lot higher than what they've got now. Because, for, I mean, one of the issues no. is that when you come to playoff basketball, the style of ball changes. And the, you need kind of individual brilliance a lot more than you do during the regular season. I can't see their next gear. I can't see how they get how they step beyond what they can actually do at the moment. Uh, whereas you can easily see like a a Don Mitchell or a fucking a Mobley or someone just going stupid and and, ra- and winning a game on their own. Yeah. Interestingly enough, in, in looking at the, the East is great and the West is shit thing, the Atlanta Hawks have 36 wins in eighth place, which would slot them happily into uh, 12th yeah. in the West. So, but I mean, they you know, play – the thing is, though, that the East plays the East a lot more and the best teams are in the East. So yes, that's right. I think a lot of that's to do with the fact that the, the three teams at the top of the East are scary and the three teams at the top of the West are – well, the Nuggets have been scary in the past but are not scary oh. at the moment. The only thing that I think that might make the Kings sort of uh, maybe in their favour is their, their road record is amazing. Yeah. Like the best road best record, record in the West. Best record in the, in the West. Mile. And if you're trying to win a, a best of seven series, being good on the road is pro- not, or, or not being scared of anybody in anybody else's building is a massive advantage. Especially when at the moment they'll play this, the Golden State Warriors who are absolutely terrified of stepping into somebody else's showers at the moment. So well, That's the neighbours. They have yeah, no fear of, of going down the road to fucking San Francisco. They, they look forward to it. But it'll be the, the, the battle of the monster offences really, won't it? And, and then, you know, it'll be 140 plays, 136 well, yeah. every night because neither, neither of them have great defences. But Sacramento's has just gone nuts. That's probably the best matchup for the Kings because I might have said yeah. a week or two ago, the one problem the Kings are going to have is that the, the style of basketball they play is uniquely really well suited to the regular season. Score a lot of points and doesn't matter if you don't mm. stop anybody, but that is exactly the- and hold on like shit, that's right. That's not the kind of basketball you want to play in the playoffs. But if the Warriors also play that kind of basketball- Maybe you don't have quite so much of an issue. Now, yeah, I've got more faith in the Warriors' ability to remember how to play basketball, defensive basketball, yeah. given that they, they still have Draymond, they still have Clay, yeah. they can probably squeeze yeah, they still have the, the, odd, okay, the odd good performance and, out of them, yeah? Look, and, and maybe they get Wiggins back, and who knows? I'm not, I still haven't heard anything, and God Man, knows what's going on there, but it mustn't be good. Like, whatever's going on there mustn't be oh, great. You'd have to think, because it's, it's like, it's radio silence. Everyone is just like, we don't want to talk about 17 it. games or something it like sounds that. sounds grim. Because, and he is the, literally the key to them. You know, he's the difference between them maybe going out first round and, and then being, you know, conference finalists. Like, I think he's that who'd important. Who'd have thought? Yeah, I know, that's right. Second best player on their side. And, and who'd have thought that it was on de- defense as much as anything that, it's, that he's important on? So you know whatever they're going, whatever his family are going through, yeah, I hope it's yeah, um, it can't be good. That's not good know, at all. And I imagine he feels fucking terrible, whatever it is, because he's like, I yeah. can't do my fucking job for whatever this is. Well, yeah. he, he's finally done it, hasn't he? Like it sort of wandered around for so long, being that you know, he trying to be that guy that everybody thought would be the yeah. guy, and now yeah. I mean, 
he he's the guy. Maybe not in the way that everyone thought he was going to be yeah. the guy, but he is still probably the difference. Which he's he's what's stopping them from being a contender, like an actual championship contender yeah. again. Not the hero you wanted, but the hero you deserve, kind of thing. Yeah, because you know yeah, he was absolutely. traded for Kevin Love by LeBron. He was the prospective number one pick. It was traded immediately by LeBron. It was like, this guy is not going to be good enough. Which is not as much a judgment on Wiggins as as much it was, I need to win now, not in you know four years when, when Wiggins is good enough. But he was always this nearly man, this kind of, you know, not quite a bust, but certainly not what was written on the well, tin. He's definitely not a bust now. But, I mean, it's just, I guess, and like you always say about this draft culture. But, like- but you know, he ended up on a really, really good team. Because he didn't hadn't performed yeah. on the team he was on, and and now he's actually realised his shit. But maybe that was what he needed. Yeah. He, he, you know, he didn't. He took that pressure off him to be the guy, yeah. and he just wanted to be a guy. And I mean, it's like, I mean, in the same way that Clay is never has, you know, is a guy. He's not the guy on yeah. that side, but he's still bloody good, and he does, and you know, he performs his role, and will be in the basketball hall of fame, and his his name is sort of in that echelon, yeah. you know. But I reckon if you traded him, like they were when I talking about, or oh, maybe they'll trade Clay or something like that. I, Clay would not work, I don't think, on many other sides, and like a lot of them wouldn't work on a lot of other sides, and maybe even Steph. Well, that, that's the thing about the dubs, isn't it? Draymond wouldn't be as good, yeah. but that was actually a thesis that Dylan Brooks put forward, uh, which wasn't very well received, but it's true. Dray wouldn't be as good anywhere else. Clay wouldn't be as good anywhere else. Bogut wasn't as good anywhere else. You know, all the all the guys no. that, that have been uh, the whole range of bit part players, the only guy who has been, I think you could put him anywhere and he would be, you know, great anywhere would be Steph Curry. But his looks are never as open as they will be on, on the Warriors. So, no, that's you right. know, I, I think I think this is just – it is the type specimen of it is more than the sum of its parts. You put all these people together and it adds up to much more than, than you know, uh, what you would have thought it would have been incrementally. Because yeah. really they had no they had no right last year. Like it wasn't the it, no. was, it shouldn't have been the year, but it just all came together at the perfect moment. And who who knows? I mean, there are a lot of people still going, oh, but the Warriors, oh, but the Warriors. Yeah. And I just kept. But it's it's the boogeyman. It's it's like to you know, me, it just sounds like oh, but the Clippers. You know, like Halloween, like Friday the Thirteenth Part Ninety Seven. You know, it's like he's still going to come up and yeah. he's still going to emerge out of the darkness with the fucking bulky mask on and. and- and it's like all these sides, you know, like the Clippers of now or even the Clippers with Blake, you know, everyone like, thought that that Clippers side when Blake was sort of running rampant through there would be the one and then just never turned up. Mm. Like they just, there was always something in, wait, I guess like the, the Houston team, of Pardons Houston team. The, the missing all 27 three-pointers in a row. And that's basically why yeah. I, I don't believe in the Sixers because that's still in them. That's always going to be in them, even if it's a different team on the other side of the country. But it's still Harden and Daryl Morey yeah, and, and, and Morey Ball. And Joel Embiid. And it still has that stink of we will find a way to fuck this up because that's what we do. Yeah, and all you need, and all Embiid needs to do is get the shits or step on something right and there. Or turn an ankle. Right yeah, yeah. He, he will. Is. Yeah, the big fella has a habit. It's not his fault, but he has a he, – he's- Well, just trying too hard. You can't – I guess he's just trying too hard, yeah. basically. And when you do that, that's what, that's what happens. And that's what happens seemingly every year. I mean, but mind you, I mean – the, the image of James Harden being blocked from behind by, was it um, in that final series? What was the Argentinian guy's name? Uh, not um, fucking Manu, Shadobli. Yeah, Manu. Yeah, don't you remember like one of the finals games, the last oh, you know, game in the, of the Spurs, series? Oh, um, in the Spurs Thunder series? Spurs th- oh, fuck, Maybe, I don't remember that. I think it was a Houston series. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was fucking great anyway. Anything that, anything that clowns James Harden, I'm all for. 
Ecuador have equalised, which is penis. Uh, yeah, well, that was unexpected. It's amazing to see that Australia is actually scoring goals, though, because I feel like I've watched the Socceroos for 10 years and gone, what a great midfield, fantastic goalkeeper. Where are our strikers? Like, what are they doing? It basically used to just be um, Tim Cale up front doing amazing shit, and then that was a it. A soccer writer was kind of lamenting the fact that, you know, after, you know, comparing it to 2006 and saying, well, after the World Cup in 2006, the team came back and did a friendly, and there were 47,000 people who turned up to, it was probably Suncorp, I think they, they played that game at. And for this game, they've got about 15,000. And they're like, what's gone wrong? And I'm like, have you seen this team? Nobody gives a single fuck about any of these players. None of these players play in any recognizable teams at any in any top level club on any of the in any of the leagues that anybody watches apart from the A League. This is the, this is a no stars team. The fact that they made that the second round is amazing. And the World Cup was kind of an elaboration, really, wasn't it? Like it kind of just was. You think back to that 2006 team. Almost all of its players were playing first team football. In either Italy, England, Germany, you know, Spain, they were all in really good fucking leagues. These guys, like their lead striker plays in in the fucking Bundesliga 2. I mean, why do you think people don't want to turn up? They don't even know who the fuck these people are. It's it's just... It's sad, but that's what it is. I did see someone sort of lamenting the fact, you know, that what they said, oh, the three codes of Australian football, you know, AFL, Aussie rules and rugby union. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought and there's an international yes. friendly in the other form, the actual form of football, but no one cares. I mean, I'm astounded that anybody gives a shit about rugby at the moment because why? Like, what? what just don't understand. It exists. Rugby's a game that sort of went so far up its own, it's went so far up its own arsehole that, no one can watch it. No one. It's not enjoyable to watch. It's on Stan um, or something, isn't it? To watch, but oh, who knows? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a game of rugby. Your mic's gone really windy. I wonder if it's has it. There we are. Yeah, it's got. It's gone. It's gone off. There we go. Sorry. No, no, you're right. I was actually watching a bit of a bit of rugby that, earlier, which was basically just one of the New Zealand teams kicking the living piss out of one of the Australian teams, and that's kind of where we are. It's like. I'm not sure what, but but even the All Blacks have gone shit. Like they've gone. I know, you know they, they've not- gone shit, but I'm not. I'm not sure what value there is in the, the specific, which is kind of. a – I feel like it's a sequel for the old Super Twelve. Basically, they've subbed out the South African mm. teams and brought in a few Pacific, Pacific teams, line. which is great. And and one of the one of the Pacific teams beat the Crusaders last week, which is ridiculous, oh. given that the Crusaders just. Like they murder everybody, and they they just yeah. the shallow graves just littered all over Asia Pacific, of the Crusaders <laughs> killing people. Um, yeah, and it's always good watching the Crusaders lose because the Cantabs don't deal with it at all well. They're basically New Zealand's Queenslanders. Do you know who else I enjoyed seeing lose on uh, the who other was day? That? India, India. Did you like <sighs> something? You so got it, India. Yeah. Was that the the Test match <laughs> or the ODI? Well. No, no. Well, I mean, it was great in the test match too because it was kind of like ensured that they were. Just so I didn't, kind of, I didn't catch know, the result of the second ODI. Shut up! I only saw the first one. It, oh, no, it well, the second good. ODI, the first ODI, I, I went to bed at at like two for one hundred and fifty, and Mitch Marsh actually playing like amazingly. Still, a, you know, a bit careless, but whatever. He's just smacking ball, and we were two for one hundred and fifty. I got up and went, and India won, and like got and chased one hundred and eighty. What the fuck happened there? And, and basically, a whole bunch of guys got off a plane and played a one-day international and couldn't yeah. handle the ball. And I saw Jim Maxwell and all these things going, oh, you know, this would have never happened under Justin Langer. And I replied, yes. How? I said, Was he batting three? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? 
<laughs> what would have Justin Langer done? Well, that's what I said. No, they have to reschedule the whippings after that game, you know, and fucking, all that sort of stuff. And of course, in the second fucking game, fucking Justin Langer, um, Jesus we bowled Christ. out. We bowled. You know, Mitchell Stark went absolutely fucking bananas and and bowled out. You know, because suddenly when he gets a you know, when they paint the ball a different color, he gets these magical powers of swing. Well, the thing is that they paint it the, and then they paint know, it a bit order. more and then they paint it a little bit more yeah. and therefore all the paint and then the the four layers of lacquer they put on it makes it go wee wee makes it go like one of those balls we used to tape up and bowl in the front yard back in the day yeah so yeah his, his first over looks like wide wide four wicket wicket wide four four wicket wicket wide um, wide four wicket wicket so anyway, we bowled him out for about 120 and Travis Head decided that we'd, he'd scored 11 and over and yeah we won that and I think we won that game inside 11 overs <laughs> Um, and in the second, third game, we batted again, and we the same thing. We're about five for 150. I went, oh fuck, here we go. But somehow the lower order kind of cobbled our way to 270, and we rolled them for about 250 and one. And I was like, fuck you guys. It's an, and and it's just like the crowd is like the greatest barometer of a game. I, I can sit away in like my, my, my study and have the cricket on out in the main lounge room and know exactly what's going on just by listening to that kind of almost eight bit crowd noise that the Indian, you know, they are an odd crowd, aren't they? They're very different to an Australian yeah, or New Zealand crowd because they're constantly yelling. They're very enthusiastic. Like, they don't yeah. react to what's going on. They, they're almost like a soccer crowd. They're constantly re- the, the noise is relevant is relative to themselves, not to anything that's going on. And, and they're but insufferable. I, and I, I would wish they would. Cases. And it's great to hear them. Yeah. They have to stand around standing, you know, making that that kind of confused noise they make when they're losing, and it's hilarious. Well, there's, there's so many casuals though, because you see them hit. That's the thing. They are. It, it's a fucking. It's an a audience random shot down to yeah. long off for one, and they and they go and you know, they go nuts for like one run. And I'm like, yeah, that's not that much to get excited about but you know good on a you tennis guys. crowd <laughs> the only thing that, that will brings me more pleasure than than um than seeing india lose in india and being beaten by our um cricket team is hopefully going to watch australia absolutely stuff it down the english throats because man they're cocky at the moment like really really cocky new zealand took a little bit off them just recently just to sort of say okay you bad well, maybe it's not going to work out every yeah. time smart ass and force the follow on and lose that's always an awkward one to fucking live with and it's great to see somebody other than australia doing that but it, yeah i kind of wished it had been not not the one i mean look hilarious that they lost by a run because I kind of wish they had lost by 20 and then new zealand went on to have to win the next test match on the last ball because oh, that was it's so not good. possible to fucking play a normal test. Well, they, they they proved in the in the second no. test that it is possible to play a normal test match when they just beat the living piss out of Sri Lanka. But yeah, I, yeah, I turned that one on one day and went. I wonder how the second test's going. Oh, this one's not going to be close. Came with him from two hundred. I was like, oh, thank you, good okay. night. <laughs> I was like. Don't need to watch any more of that one. That one, and then the Sri Lanka hung around for a fair while in the second innings. Actually, they almost got it back to quasi parity. Persistent uh, team. Yeah, they just they just don't play enough. Like that's what the guy said. You know, he said I'm going to play eight tests in a year. He said, you know, I look at guys. You know, these other guys. Like he said, you know, Steve Smith's played 110 test matches. He said, I I won't play 50 in my entire career. You know, how I never get to 100. And even Kane Williams had said the same thing. I think he's played. You know, he's never played more than a three test series 
ever. Yeah. And I said, what would this guy's record be like if he was Australian English, or English who play five and six test series and even the Indians get four tests? I think the Sappers might have been the only one. That's why they cooked the fucking scoring system for the World Test Championship, though. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, New Zealand made made the final last last time. Sri Lanka were close to making the final this time. They, they've yeah, cooked it so that if you play well in those two and three test series, you're going to make the World Test Final. And if you keep playing these big ones, it's not going to give you any particular advantage, which I don't think is a bad call. And, you know, and, and what hurt, you know, it hurt Australia last time drawing a test that they were dominant in, just just got rained on, basically. They, you know, that, that test series being 4 0 rather than 5 0, which for the sake of a couple of Steve Smith Dibbly Dobblers was, you know, would have been with another half hour, would have been 5 0. And that's yeah. what cost us that, that, you know, that spot. That and a bit of a slow over rate, but it's it's yeah. I I, know, I just can't wait for the Ashes. I just want us to. I just yes, they've got a good side, but I you know I just think we've got a much better side, and we'll have arrested Pat Cummins. Hopefully, have Hazelwood back, and even Scotty Boland and Nathan Lyon will be Nathan Lyon. And the more you see Green with a bat in his hand, he yeah. Just- but baseball, I've been told that baseball exists, and therefore your argument is. Invalid. Well, it does, and, and and it's great when they get bowled out for eighty in ten overs too. Like that'll that'll be fantastic. I mean, actually, it's what gives me the shits about all these result test matches. Is that I like the fact that I can schedule a week where I look and go, okay, I have five days worth of stuff that I can sit and concentrate and watch, even if it's just as a distraction. And they end in two or three days. And I'm like, well, where's my sport? Like, give me my fucking sport back. Well, I feel like the you know, the success of the team has robbed me of, of so much cricket watching. Well, that's why I watch World Tour uh, Surfing, because you get that, because, you know, it takes at least five days to get through all the fucking heat. There's a local guy from around here absolutely tearing it up. Uh, Callum, Callum, Callum Robson. Robson, uh, from down the road. Where's number six on his, on his back? Because he used to play the Rugby League. Yeah, for the Evans Head Bombers. Yep. He's from Evans yep. Head and just and literally just came up, went out in the WQS and qualified and went out and qualified and then now he, I think he was seventh last yeah. year and he's, I think he's ranked about there. And he's he's, got, like, he's a you know, because he, I mean, he, he looks like a rugby league player because he's got that kind of kind of squareness that a rugby league player has. And that kind of comes through when he's surfing. He's just sort of – it feels like he's boxing with a wave. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's, do, he's doing quite well. <laughs> yes. uh, the rugby league update is the Dolphins in their terrible fucking Tony Stark $2 shop Iron Man knockoff suits are uh, losing still to the Broncos, which is inexcusable uh, because fuck the Broncos. Uh, I don't e- I don't enjoy this world where the Broncos are good again. I enjoyed the last couple of years where they've been shit. No. And I also f- hate the fact that, I mean, that it, we it, had to it, give it, them yeah. South's fucking full uh, halfback in order for them to become good. That's also been disappointing to me. I mean, there's a syphilis chlamydia um, death match in this because, A, I hate Brisbane, but I hate Wayne Bennett as well. So I don't have any any position on, on the, the Dolphins apart from the fact that they're wearing like a $2 shop Iron Man a uniform that a small child might wear. Wayne Bennett is an idiot, but Wayne Bennett also won my team at comp. You know, did or didn't win my team yeah. at comp, but he was I, quite I, good I, for South. So I just wonder what the point is, though. Like I kind of look at them and go, of Wayne Bennett. I, I've uh, always wondered what the point of Wayne Bennett is. I don't think there is one. Well, I just I wonder what the point of the extra side is. Aren't you just diluting the the talent pool and splitting your fan base in half? Brisbane is. I mean, how many teams are there in Sydney, and how many teams are there in Brisbane? There needs to be about five teams yeah, in Brisbane. I, I know. Also. I don't know if you noticed, yeah. but the Dolphins don't have a geographical location. How do you know they're in Brisbane? They could be anywhere. Well, oh, that, that is they ridiculous. could be in Latvia. 
They could be on fucking Io, the moon of Jupiter. I mean, look, I know Redcliffe is a tiny, tiny little place, but I mean, you know, St. George isn't exactly population central either. I mean, it's got more people, but it's, I guess they're not St. George. Oh, they are St. George again, aren't they? They're going to drop Illawarra fairly soon. I mean, if you've been to Illawarra, you would too. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it's about to become a nuclear submarine base, which will be the first place nuked. So all power to them. Thanks, Albo. Improve the place immensely. <laughs> What is yeah, Australia need nuclear submarines for again? I mean, I know we're not a political podcast, but what? Why? Why? Why do you need underwater boats that well, are powered by they nuclear? Look, they, they look good in the cabinet. They look, and by the cabinet, I mean Labor cabinet. I'm not sure which other cabinet you'd, you'd use, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I, yeah, I don't know. I, Australian politics is weird. We've got an election tomorrow. New South Wales, in, yeah. In New South. Maybe that's, maybe that's why Bezo came down here, vote early. So he could come in to vote for, I don't know, is he, do you think Bezo would vote for Trebuchet or the other bloke? Oh, who knows? You know, he'd vote for the he'd vote for the, vote for the Greens. The independent. You don't want the Greens. He'd vote for Little Sims. <laughs> little Sims. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. If, if I have to listen to Matthew Hayden or Mark Waugh ever again, commentator, a quick game, and I'm going to have to because somebody thinks it's good. Like Matthew Hayden shouldn't be allowed to speak full stop. Um, Dan Lieb, he said it, said it better than I ever, as he often does. And, you know, he thinks of it first and, and, and tweets it even quicker. Um, he said that you know I I have no on doubt. multiple platforms. You can yeah. also follow him on Mastodon. <laughs> uh, we we should see if you can come on the podcast for an Ashes preview. That'd be that'd be a scoop. That that to me that would outdo um, Kimber. Personally, if you get damn leaky on that, I'll, I'll be on that one. I have to leave the country if that's the only way that, that Bezo can get these people on. <laughs> so I leave the country and I'm like, I want who Bezo's because I line up one of my mates to come on the podcast <laughs> and he's lined up fucking Jared Kimber. I'm like, because he doesn't know, he doesn't have any shame and will literally ask anybody anything. Yeah, but I, I just, he said, I have no doubt that Matthew Hayden knows infinitely more about scoring test centuries in India than I ever will, yet every word he speaks dissuades me from this fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. We if only he could explain it in some way that was legible and interesting to the audience. We know you are good at this, but you're terrible at talking about it. In the same way that Wally Lewis can't coach, Matthew Hayden can't talk. He just did. He didn't go no. in. And same with Mark War, who, who you know, although I, I saw, I think it was, um, uh, who's the Indian, the old Indian guy that scored all the runs? Who's the Indian, he asked. There's only 1.3 million of them. I'll just narrow but, it down. Um, what's the, the Indian guy that opened it, scored all the runs? God, my memory is just terrible. But he is like, oh, Steve Smith, haven't seen a lot of him. And it's like, um, have you been watching international cricket? Like, Anytime recently? Uh, maybe. I haven't seen a lot of Steve Smith recently because he's been poo. Uh, uh, he's been normal. Let's put it that way. He's just been normal. I mean, he's been mortal. Averaging 35. Uh, he's been better recently. Yes, he's been very good recently. Uh, yeah, Kane Williamson went through a period like that he's, too. Um, he, he, he looks very good with the captaincy. Bashing the shit out of, out of everybody. He looks very good with the captaincy as well, and it's probably- He looks good tactically with yeah. the captaincy, but I don't. Th he's not a leader of humans. And on the level, because of his weird yeah. kind of yeah, spectrum-y kind of way with the world, I, I don't think he's he'll ever be the sort of person who, who inspires leadership. No, Cummins is kind of like his filter, I think, isn't he? Like, he'll, he'll, he's still got yeah. Smith in his ear going, well, I think we should do this. Yeah, he goes, yep, I agree, do that, do that. But Pat's got a much nicer, uh, he's a much preventative face. I abhor the fact that he has become apparently everything that's wrong about Australian cricket despite the fact he's pretty much everything that's right about it. 
Like he takes uh, well, he's what, become the culture war fucking yeah, intelligent. Um, lightning rod, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's intelligent. Yeah. I mean, God forbid he's you know, good-looking, he's eloquent, and he's fucking good at it. Like, like really. Like, have mm. we looked at the guy's record lately? He is the best bowler in the world. Um, and he proves it. None every- of that stuff gets outside the country, though. It's just internal nonsense. Yes, that's right. Like, the rest of the world is like, Pat Cummins is a fucking genius. And, and he'll go to England you know, and take a thousand wickets and we'll win the Ashes and everybody will be like, yeah, that was great. You know, oh. Nah, and then they'll lose, like, one fucking test match to Pakistan and they're like, well, Justin Lair wouldn't have done well, that. Yeah, like, fuck okay, off. It, it, it's, a point that I, it's a point that I finally actually heard Bezo concede a while ago. I was surprised because I always used to drive me crazy and he'd sort of go, oh, you know, we never go, we never win over here and we're crap and we should produce these pitches and we should do this because we never win here. It's like, dude, nobody wins away. Nobody. It's a fucking miracle when, when England win in New Zealand or England win in Australia, let alone- Except for the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> well, that's right. That, that's the- it, it, It's surprising. That's me. right. Now, nobody nobody wins away. and Being able to draw away is the, the what gets you into the World Test so Championship. No, nothing you're going to do about your preparation or anything like that is going to do the fact that, like they said, that, you know, that back in the day- VVS Laxman could hit a ball off his pads that would get 90% of Australian batsmen out, and he just hit it through mid-wicket for four. How do you beat that? You know, we just happen to have a really good side at the moment who actually figured shit out a little bit. Um, And in the same way that the Indians have a really good side that when they came out here, they figured shit out as well. Um, Australia-India at Lords will be a ripper of a game, I reckon. Like, I mean, it'll either go... Are they going to play it at Lords? They're not going to... Yeah. They're not going to pinch it off to Southampton like they did with the New Zealand. Uh, did they? I, the New Zealand I, I, I suppose to be at Lords, Lords, but who knows? Maybe they'll have a Ed Sheeran. I think there it was like it that. was twenty one, and they were still in kind of quasi COVID stuff. Yeah. So the thing about Southampton is that with the on site hotel, they could keep it all self contained. Yeah, um, I just want the ashes. But anyway, you've already got the fucking ashes. What else do you want? The, the, no, the you got the ashes. No, we wanted to enjoy them. They won't be. Um, they yeah, they won't rub be yourself up and down against them. Oh, they won't be a proper team That's until they win, win the Ashes in England then then it's kind of like it's kind of like Steph winning finals MVPs you know, until Pat Cummins wins in the way Ashes series that no one will take him seriously because he was only yeah but then but but just like with Steph they'll just move on to the next bit of narrative uh, and just say well he can't do X and he can't do Y or you know oh look a squirrel it, yeah. none of this stuff ever ends no it doesn't it just never ends because the hot take economy is self-perpetuating it is a it is the a perpetual motion bullshit machine. Got to get them quick. Much like this podcast, mm. seven hundred episodes, 700. and this was I not was one think, of the best. I was ones. thinking that you know, I was looking at the after dark numbers. I think it's coming up to three forty five or something like that. And I, I think, oh, oh. Uh, it was three forty the last episode. And like, where's the sports one? Is it past three sixty five yet? This episode will be three sixty. Yeah, so I mean, that would—that's what gets us to by my terrible math. Three sixty-five is a full year. That's a full year worth of podcasts, like a, a one one for every day of a year, and you just think, Jesus, that's a lot of talking. Some of those days are going to be rough. <laughs> Some of those days, you should call in sick. The funny thing was, I saw the. We, we didn't do this to be good at it. We just did this because it was better than. Oh, not I saw a um, an actual promotion for the real Desert Island Discs the other day, and I kind of sniggered to myself. Um, <laughs> you can't make any lifetime enemies with that show. What are you doing? I <laughs> uh, look. Some people's opinions, you know, are wrong. Sorry, uh, yeah. they're wrong. 
This was the Bulls podcast. I'm Doc. He was. You just about to say Bezo, weren't you? You were. Oh, <laughs> so, so in the slot there. Muscle memory. Uh, he's Adam H. Fano because Bezo is. Camping in my backyard. Um, camping with fellow nudists uh, <laughs> at a nudist beach being nude. Um, because he's a weirdo doing handstands. Not nudist. What's what's the what's what's the one that's like nudist but involves pointlessly jumping S- up and down? Survivalist. No. Yeah, you know, cross training kind of people. Crossfitists. Yeah, crossfit. Yeah, basically nudists, but same in cult, different. different nudists with clothes on. Different swingings. Yeah, weird. Oh, I'm sure they do swinging as well. I mean, it's just all yeah. all. <laughs> yes, they have to do it over the border where they they get they're out of the jurisdiction of of the, the conservative Queensland state. Anyway, we continue to sledge our, our co-host, or we can. Oh, we love fucking- we love you, Beto. We really do. Well, you'll never listen to this anyway. He never listens to any of my episodes. Well, that, that's that's the thing, and that that's why we know, we'll play it out with more banjo music. <laughs> Um, this got very self-indulgent. This probably isn't making the edit. Uh, I'll talk to you next week, folks. I didn't give you an opportunity to exercise a goodbye there. Let me try that again. Um, Adam will talk to you at some stage in the future. Goodbye, Adam. See ya. And uh, I will talk to you at some stage after that. Good night. <laughs> was that better? <laughs> that was a shocking ending. Huh. The thing is that I know the guy who does the edit, and he'll probably fix that up. <laughs> you know a guy. Thank you for that. No, no worries. Did we lose the football? Uh, no, we're, we're, it's 2-1 at half time and oh, the Broncos 8-0. Fucking hell. It's only half time. Yeah. Fuck, that's a really late game, but I Broncos strike the first, blah, blah, blah. Where's the fucking... Uh, is, no, normally the Sydney Morning Herald do like live coverage of the Socceroos. They're covering the Brisbane game and I can't even see the fucking any coverage of the Socceroos at the moment. Well, well ironically, the guy who was complaining about the... The low turnout was a legacy Fairfax journalist. I'm like, it's your fucking paper that's ignoring it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so maybe talk to your bosses. Yeah, I I've, I've, I've barely seen a fucking any any. I didn't know it was on until I remember it hearing. I was like, oh, yeah, it was one of those things. Is like coming up, not actually. Like, it's not even. Yeah. In the, it's not even in the side. We didn't know it was going to be sidebar of their thing. Like for more in sport, there's golf. Yeah. NRL, NRL racing, NRL rugby union. NRL. I tell you what, I know what I noticed is I used to watch Fox Sports News of a morning because as much as much as I hate Fox, um, Fox Sports News kind of gives you just that overall view. But geez, it's punishing yeah. in football season because all you it's get one of those things you sort of stick on mute and just have the captions. Yeah, and because, sort of I mean, it's just out so punishing in football season because it's like all these minor fucking. Oh, some guy said he was over his niggle and now he's ready to come back. I'm like, who gives a fuck? I don't yeah. give a fuck about the NRL. Like, not to that kind of granular level. Well, even, and half of it's going to be AFL. It's going yeah, to be and then the other half is like, such guy who was played on the forward thing and, you know, such. I don't give a shit. I watch it every now and then, but I just don't find it. I, I feel like I've, and it sounds really wanky, but I feel like I've outgrown it. Like, I just, I, I want to, I, I feel like there's other sports, like in the NBA in particular. I just yeah, feel that was like, like me in like 1995. Yeah, I know. I just, I kind of. And then I came back to it and then I've gone away from yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just, sort of come back to it every couple of years. Yeah, and, and look, I'll watch the big games. Enjoy it a mind. bit. Yeah, sometimes it's good. But everybody's like, the, the game, the other, you know, the, the man, I caught the end of the Manly Parramatta game and it was like, you know, try, 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 try at the end and Phil Gould just going, oh, they're never good. He's the terrible fucking, I can't believe they've got him doing play by play. Yeah, he's not good. But, but they're all going, what? a fantastic game I'm like well, we're watching the same thing nobody made a tackle in the past in the last 15 fucking minutes just because they scored oh, 20 no, points you are turning into a boomer no but it's just like uh, the game is more than just points you know what I mean like in, in the same way I guess that 
you know, point inflation in the NBA is, you know, you, you, you want to see a game that's sort of interesting rather than just one where they walk, rather than the all-star game, which is, I, I, yeah. I, I could not, yeah, I couldn't watch it. I'm just like watching and going, what the fuck am I watching here? The only thing I didn't watch, yeah. in, in, uh, the only thing I didn't get to watch in the all-star weekend was the actual most interesting thing. It was a fucking dunk contest. Who would yeah. have thought it? After the shit show of last year, that for, the for once it actually was it was decent. Where they just basically got. We'd be delighted to know that Wayne Bennett's team just scored. I ganted up fourteen 0 now. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to get going. Thank you again. Leave you to it. All right. Right. Thank you for that. Have a good one. Gaddy has absolutely no idea what has happened to it. Still doesn't know.